Hi, this is Cinda Williams, and I am extremely blessed to tell you about a new book on survival called Faith, Failure, and Success, Volume 2, Surviving the Storm. Erica Summers, Martha Chavez, Latrice Rice, Nicole Reed, Vanya Hudson, and I have come together to share our deepest, darkest challenges with you and how we overcame. Please check it out on Amazon.com and wherever books are sold. Cindy Williams here and welcome to season three, episode one of the PBC podcast. 2022. Thank God it's here. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season. I had to put 2021 to bed, okay? I had to put it out. Goodbye. Don't want to think about it anymore. It's time to move on. It's time for new beginnings. And on that note, let's get on with it. The last two years have been so crazy. There have been tumultuous changes within most of our lives. We've had so many losses, so many shifts, and oh my goodness, it doesn't look like the same world. I know for me, I'm going through empty nest syndrome, missing my girl Sophia, but loving the life that she's living. And uh, I don't hang out with my mom and dad anymore because they went on to bliss. And I miss them so much. And I have felt so responsible for them and for others that I haven't had a lot of time to take care of the basics for myself. Well, it's about time that I do. And one of the ways is by continuing my healthy living. My guest today, Keith Turner, has changed the lives of many by teaching them how to take care of their bodies with astounding results. I'll let him tell you all about it. Everybody, introducing Keith Turner. Welcome to the third season, first episode of the PPC Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you because I actually heard about you from a mutual acquaintance, um, Rhonda Pugh. She told me about you and actually I was visiting her because I'm writing for her right now. And I was watching her work out with you online and I was so impressed by the passion and, and that um, the charisma that I heard uh, over that com- computer. I think that's hard to do, but we'll really get into that. Keith Turner, you are, uh, are you from DC? I am from DC. 
you so tell me about yourself as a child that's how we always start this program how who you were um in the beginning to get you ready i think as a child um my mother used to always tell me something special about me as this a gift. She's always she's always say the devil is trying to sift you from the time you were born. Because I guess one, I rolled down the chick the stairs in my roller, and um, she said you landed on your feet, and um, so that was and that's a lot of, a lot of stairs in D.C. and um, just so many things have happened. You know, good things and unfortunate things. You know, as far as my family being murdered, and and uh, just just so many things that I took as tragic, but. I, as I got older now, I realized that everything that I went through, God prepared me for what I'm doing now. And that's why when people come to me with this personal training, and I know personal trainers don't have that many clients. It's over 8,500 clients for personal training. So I have to change, change to be group personal training. But with, with as a kid, all the things that I went through, I think God used, he was taking me through that to design the person who I am now, to be able to, re, to relate to people with whatever they call well, it. Hold up, we gotta go back. You can't just say something as enticing and as horrifying as your family being murdered. Can you just give us a little bit, when you say family, do you mean your entire family or a member of the family? No, my entire family, basically my entire family. My mom is alive. Um, you know, as, as, a, um, as a kid, to see stuff like that, see, um, you know, your family murdered, it, it was very, uh, uh, tragic and, and and that could destroy a person you know especially the things that, that happened right after that to follow you know i got to the point where i didn't want to even love anybody because it felt like everybody i loved was being murdered not died but was being murdered and i wasn't from a, a ghetto you understand it wasn't like i was in a neighborhood that was shooting and it wasn't in that way so i just felt like it was me so i didn't want to love anybody i was like i'm not going to love because it, it was everybody who i who i Started loving and was close to was murdered. Even my fiance, you know, uh, she died. She wasn't murdered, but they say, you know, from nowhere she died of cancer in my arms, and it just molded me to to know that God had was designing someone to deal with so much that was going to come my way. That as a personal trainer and over eight thousand something eight thousand five hundred clients, you know, they come to me. This is really personal training. They come to me with so much stuff. I mean, I had had a lady call me at three a.m. in the morning, three thirty in the morning wanting to commit suicide and wanted to talk to me before she did because she wanted me to leave a message. And, you know, this is all the things that, and I say, you know, God is so awesome because I would not be able to relate to these things had I not been through those things, even being paralyzed. You know, I was headed to the pros, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and, you know, got hit by a drunk driver, paralyzed. You know, the doctors told my mom, your son is paralyzed, his football career is over. He'll probably never walk again, you know, to, to, to doing what I'm doing now, moving, running, everything you know it, it's 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 been a build he's he has built this person and i can go on deeper but i know we don't have the time but he's built this yeah, person we, we, the we will we will on, on january 12th uh, when you come back on a radio show because i want to get more depth of this because this is a self-help platform and you have are as far as i can tell one of the kings of it to have gone through so much tragedy and so much trauma but yet put yourself in a position to bless so many others. Uh, that's what I witnessed when I saw you with Rhonda. And um, you, you have been a blessing to so many people. So what got you into the physical fitness scene? Um, at that time, I was a mailman. 
and, and I was, you know, still, I got my ability, you know, to run and walk and everything and working out and got my body right. And, and one of my customers wanted to know if I would work with her to get her body right. And one person in my apartment led to two people in my apartment and two people led to, to this number right now, it's about 8,900 something people. Yeah, Rhonda told me that your your clientele is 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 nationwide. It's not just in Washington D.C. Right. And I also watched a video where you are teach you teach classes. Also, you do aerobics and kickboxing and salsa. You you take a whole bunch of different types of exercise and and meld them together. Mm -hmm. And to me, that makes exercising really really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, it's one thing you know. It's really good and helpful to have a one on one tra training sessions with people but it makes it more fun when it's large class group sessions because you feel like you're not alone um so what do you do primarily do you do more coaching pri private training or or do you do the classes um, actually i teach the classes now this is group personal training and and the reason why a lot of trainers cannot do this is because like i try to tell them um the washington post i tell them on the interview that you you the it's a gift. You can't personally train so many people at one time, yet we have a 99% success rate. You're going to lose weight. And I'm not talking about one or two pounds a week. These people lose weight that blow you away and everything is recorded. We have accountability. It's, it's you know, you got to weigh in every week. You cannot go up and wait. You know, we have contests to motivate people. Um, I keep in touch with every individual. They send me pictures of their food every day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So you can imagine how many text messages I have to respond to. Wow. And everybody gets responsible because they have to monitor what my clients are eating. And then they have to weigh in every Monday or Tuesday. They cannot go up and wait. They, and, they, and I know how much weight they should be losing, but we have you know, so many so many motivating people that we use. I use the people who really get it done to motivate others. And that's a lot of people still. Um, 17 pounds in one week, 15 pounds in one week, 10 pounds in one week. You know, that's about, you know, we and we average at least Five pounds in a week is, is kind of slow for us. Mm. We really get it done. And I really major in the stomach area, you know, flattening mm -hmm. the stomachs out. Because the stomach is like a man with a nice suit with raggedy shoes. Mm -hmm. You can have the nicest suit on in the world, but if you got raggedy shoes on, it takes away from the whole suit. You can have a beautiful woman, beautiful nails, beautiful hair, and beautiful legs. But if she has this gut and she looks like she's five months, six months, seven months pregnant, and she's not, mm -hmm. it takes away from the whole picture. So the stomach is your core, is, is the core, and that's the main thing you have to get right to look right. But it's also the main thing that's going to show whether or not you're healthy, because the more stomach you have, the more fat that's covering your heart. Mm -hmm. And people don't, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, January. I know that I'm always uh, using the new year. It, it goes between the new year and my birthday to make decisions and, and choices to change. And, and this is a big year that a lot of people start the workout uh, or changing their health in some way, but they fall off. Yeah. So uh, it sounds to me like in your program, you have that accountability to help people with that. But for someone who hasn't um, had you as a trainer yet, or, or maybe may never be able to, maybe they can't afford you, whatever, what is your suggestion in your, your um, what would you say to a person to keep at it? What are the three main things that you know motivate you to get that weight off and never forget those things? In my gym, in my fitness facility, the biggest sign up there is remember why you started. Mm -hmm. And and see, the thing about it is, you know, I use God. I mean, I talk to my people. I tell them when we're doing exercises, 
what that is going to attack, what we want to attack. Once you educate your people, they know why you're doing what you're doing. You make the class fun with the music. You make the exercises really fun. You're not doing the same thing two days in a row. We never do the same exercises. So that motivates you to come to class. You don't know what you're about to do. You know, we don't do dumb exercises. I don't have time to waste time. Um, so every exercise that I do, every minute of the day that you're there is targeted to, mo to, to, to get results. So here's another thing that motivates people and will keep them going. If they lose results, if they get weight off right away, my, my, my objective is in those first seven days to knock no less than seven pounds off in those first seven days, everybody who comes in there, you know, and we pretty much do that. I mean, we go above, above that. It's 10, 11, 12, 14 pounds in the first seven days, things like that, you know, and me being in the medical field, being a kinesiologist, you know, and then certified as a nutritionist, people can feel relaxed. They're like, you know, because I've had to put some doctors in check on radios before years ago when I first started because they want to try to tell me something. I'm like, before you come at me, know your lane, stay your lane because I'm going to, I don't, I'm not the person who guesses at things. I study my butt, my butt off. So I'm going to be accurate with what I do. If I don't know something, I'm going to tell you I don't know. But don't come if you're not sure what you're talking about. Like they're old saying out here about the first 10 pounds you lose is water weight. And it's not true. I've hmm. proven, I've proven on the radio and on TV that the first 10 pounds you lose and the first 50 pounds you lose and the first 150 pounds you lose is water weight and fat. Okay. So these are the things you have to educate these people to keep them going, to keep them motivated, to make the class fun. They see they're losing weight. They're going to they're gonna stay pumped up to keep on going. You know, they have to get around people that's going in that same direction as they're going in. Unless they, you know, because if you're going to hang around people who are not trying to lose weight and you're trying to lose weight and they're always like, come on, girl, we got to go out to eat. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm coming in town. You got to be strong enough to stop that or control that when you go, if you go out with them. You know, everything doesn't have to be an eating party because every other weekend you can find a reason to celebrate to eat something. Birthday, mm -hmm. Christmas, holiday, Valentine's Day, somebody's graduation. It's mm -hmm. always something. Somebody coming in town. You know, it's always something. You can't do that. You have to know how to eat and you got to do and, and then the things that I'm going to tell you when we talk, when we do the show, the motivating tools that you use, mm -hmm. you have to apply, it's more than one. You have to apply all of them because when one is not working anymore, you got to fall to another. It's just not going to work anymore. That one motivating tool is just not going to work. Even when I get down to God and I tell people, that's God's temple. You got to take care of it. You can't say to me, I love the Lord, I love the Lord. And yet your greatest, his greatest creation is you. And you're going to let it get all sloppy and out of shape. You got mm -hmm. complete control over everything you eat. Everything you put in your mouth, you got complete control over. If it rises outside your body when you're fixing it, then it's going to rise inside your body once you eat it. That's mm. so all you got to remember. Should I eat this? Should I eat that? No. If it rises outside, it's going to rise inside. And lay it. last thing is, you don't want you want to be careful what you eat at night because you don't have time to burn it off. If you're going to cheat, cheat in the daytime. At least you got time to burn those calories off. But at night, you absolutely have no time to burn any of that off. And anything you don't burn off before you go to bed, it's going to turn to fat. Mm. Oh, those are all great, great points. Um, I know that uh, for me, you know, from I had thyroidectomy, I had like the grace disease and stuff, and so I've always had to work. And being an actress, you know, you always have to work at it to keep yourself in shape. And for me, it was extra work because of my lack of metabolism. Um, so, but for me, more than that, it was the mental a mental issue, um, you know, different kind of abuse, you know, childhood abuse uh, that I received from, you know, sexual abuse, whatever, whatever, all of that kind of stuff made me feel ugly. And, and so I had to overcome my thoughts about myself because, uh, yeah, I, I might be working my butt off, 
But if I'm seeing in the mirror that I'm 200 pounds, even though I'm 130, and, and that's how I'm feeling, it's harder. I, I got to change my mind as well as my body. Do you, do you get into uh, that? You have to get into that. Working out is 75% mental. It's 25% physical. So we get into, I get into your head. So when they sit there and say, wow, you're really quiet when you come out. But I am very talkative when I'm inside. When I'm in the gym and I'm talking to people, I'm on the floor talking. Uh, if you saw the, one of my classes, you see I talk, I'll talk. Because it's to motivate people, it's to educate them what they're doing, and it's also getting to their head. Because we have so many different situations. You gotta remember, even, let's knock out the 8,500, 900 something people. Let's break it down to 25 people. All 25 have a different mindset. And you gotta reach all of them. If you wanna have 100% success with that 25, cause you got some people that have been through some things when they were through childhood. You got some people who are, who are, who are lacking the confidence. You, I mean, so many things going, you have to hit every area. And then you're talking about age. You know, as you get older, your body shifts, of course. So now, you know, my oldest being 83 years old, um, I got a lot of 79 year olds. I have a lot of 20 something year olds. You gotta make those workouts and, and mentally touch everybody to where everybody's gonna get results. Cause I use my seniors and let them know, why are you acting up? Why did why aren't you taking the weight down like you're supposed to? You have somebody younger than you. You're a senior for a reason. You're supposed to be an example to me and anybody else younger than you on how to get it done. If we don't have anybody to look up to, then we're all lost. So I put responsibility on my seniors. I make the young people have responsibility because I tell them again, anybody younger than you, you're supposed to be an example to, except me. I'm I, I have a gift, I have an anointing from God. So I'm supposed to be an example to everybody. To whom much is given, much is required. I know I'm I know I'm blessed. I know I'm I have a gift. You know, as a 14-year-old boy, what 14-year-old boy is gonna lead a neighborhood of seniors? I mean not seniors, of adults. They're gonna follow a 14-year-old kid. That had to be a gift for the neighborhood to follow a 14-year-old kid at 14. You understand what I'm saying? So uh, with all that in mind, then how do you keep yourself balanced? Because you're you're a big giver. You're you you have this anointing and, and having had conversations with say pastors, counselors, therapists, they need their they need to be fed too, so that they can feed others. How do you feed yourself? The one way that the one thing that 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 that, that I find a stumbling block sometimes for me is I get too intense, too involved with my clients getting it done. Um, here's what can, I won't say destroy me, but here's what can, 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 can slow me down mentally, emotionally, because I don't do the depression and I don't do the stress. And I'll tell you that later. Why, why not? I don't, I just don't, I don't do it. I'll tell you why later. But, um, if I don't see somebody getting it done, like they're supposed to, it affects me. So I don't let that, I'm, I, I try to, that's the main thing I have to watch out for. Other than that, I've started switching my mind to stop focusing on the few that's not getting it done and focus on all the ones who are getting it done. And that helps me out a lot. Um, the other thing, like I said, what helps me through it is that, again, like I said, I don't do the depression and I don't do the stress. Uh, I, I've made up my mind. If I can change it, I'll change it. If I can't change it, why am I going to worry about it? I can't change it. So I literally, honestly, turn it over to God. I don't, I don't do this when I'm talking about God so much. I don't do this fake person talking about God and then when they go through something then they, they then you can see the truth them. No, this is me. And everybody who's been around me for years after years and all the things that I've gone through and they're like, he's the same. I just don't. I, I, I know that some some of the things that have happened to me, especially now in the last three years as a senior, 
uh, a senior, not a senior citizen, but you know. But I know that I I, I don't have time to, 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 to get stressed out mentally or lose it. Because, you know, even with 7-Eleven, when the boy got killed at 7-Eleven, working behind 7-Eleven, and I'm coming home, and I'm gonna skip over a lot of that till maybe next time we talk. But when God said, go in there, turn around, turn the car around and go in there and say what I tell you to say. And this is a guy, a black man, with a cap on turned backwards, a t-shirt on and shorts. I mean, the t-shirt was my, my name brand. But to go into 7-Eleven and say, why are you open? Shut this place down. 7-Eleven doesn't close for anybody. They don't close on the weekends. They don't close on New Year's Eve. They don't close on it's three feet of snow. They don't close for anybody, let alone a black man walking in with his head turned backwards and shorts on and a t-shirt. And they went from, who are you? Get out, get out, get out. To 20 minutes later, 20 minutes later, okay, we shut down for a whole week, if you want a whole week. And I said, no, I'm not here to strong him. You missed the most important day. That was the day that he died. You know, you rolled that boy's body over, cleaned the blood up and sit next in line for a slurpee. He has another important day coming up. It's gonna be his funeral. I expect you to be shut down that hole for 24 hours. They were shut down. And that's when the media got involved. I'm like, I'm not here for all of that. I'm not here to get that. I'm doing what God told me to do. I ain't here for that phrase and glory and all that other stuff from y'all. You know, mm -hmm. but that's what, you know, this is the, uh, when you know you have a gift and because, you know, you don't, you can't worry about what people say. Oh, he tripping. He talking about God talking, spirit talking. I don't worry about what nobody say because I'll be stupid not to, not to believe, not to know that, hey, I, I don't know how to get these people's bodies down like this. People in wheelchairs. I have people in wheelchairs. I have people with, with, with uh, diabetes. I have it all. And yet everybody, once it's on diabetes, if I have like 50 something people on diabetes with, with diabetes type two and on medication, you have 50, if I have 54 of them, you got about 50 of them that's no longer on medication and type two diabetes is in remission. Mm, you can't tell me, you can't tell that's, me that that's just a person. That's beautiful. And um, I can't wait for you to share more, more specifics when we, when we have you on the show on January 12th. Uh, tell us right quick while, before I wrap it up, what promotion what you have coming up this month that you're doing special starting january 10th i'm doing a free for everybody um for three weeks january 10th to the end of january and um just to show people how to work out give them that confidence back they can lose weight you know truly i would recommend getting to a trainer because you're not going to lose it um just going to a gym on your own you're not going to know people talk, they, they go on the same equipment equipment that they like it's not how you're going to get your body down you know but the main thing is changing your eating you know, you have to know how to eat in your portion sizes. And so January 10th, I'm, I'm running over all of that with people that's going to come in there for free. And for three weeks, unlimited classes, they can take as many classes as they want. Um, I'm not going to give them my meal plan because they aren't a client, but I will tell them what to eat and what not to eat for these three weeks, the foods not to eat. And, and where is this happening? This is going to happen in Clinton, Maryland, um, on Woodyard Road. The address is, I've run it twice, 8973, 8973 Woodyard Road in Clinton, Maryland. And um, it's going to happen. It starts at 8 a.m. in the morning. We stop at 7 p.m. that night. And um, I'll have two classes, 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. in the morning, and a 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. in the evenings. And um, then I'll, you know, anybody can call me, but the address again is 8973 Woodyard Road in Clinton, Maryland. If they want to call me for people that's out of state or whatever and, and get some guidance or come in on Zoom, um, my number is 301. 367-1698. Now, I'll repeat that again. They can come in on Zoom, um, uh, but they still have to register. So they have to call me first in order to get on Zoom. And that number again is 301-367-1698. 
Wonderful. Thank you so, so much. This is a beautiful way to start this year. Uh, and I, I hope everyone heard you. And for those of you listening to the podcast, please join us on January 12th uh, from 2 to 4 Eastern uh, on the PPC radio show. Thank you again, Keith. You are uh, an, an inspiration. And I can't wait to talk to you more. God bless you. Thank My you. pleasure. Thank you so much. God bless you guys. Keith truly inspires me. He has had to make so many decisions to get up in spite of traumatically being knocked down over and over again in his life. We all go through these battles over our lifetimes about how we decide to deal with them and go forward is up to us. That's why I'm so thankful that every night when I close my eyes, I decide that tomorrow, if I wait, can be a brand new day. I promise I've had to make that proclamation before closing my eyes multiple times lately. At least I know that starting over is my choice. No one can ever take that from me. Well, that's it for another PPC podcast. Thank you again to Keith Turner for his passionate inspiration. If you want to hear more from him, please join us Wednesday, January 12th from 2 to 4 Eastern on www.thegrownfolksradio.com or on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Thank you to DJ Kid Disco for production and music. Oh, I missed you, man. God bless you all. Until next time, that's a wrap. Hi, this is Cinder Williams, and I want to tell you about the PPC Radio Show. Every Wednesday from 2 to 4 Eastern, DJ Kit Disco and Shelly Shell Williams and I sit down with a different guest. We talk about healing your heart, surviving the storm, and everything in between. Come on and join us every Wednesday from 2 to 4 Eastern on www.thegrownfolksradio.com. That's PPC Radio Show. We'll see you there.